Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. All right, it's about that time. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Welcome, everybody. So glad you guys are on. Um, Tuesday, May 25th, we're in Romans chapter 6. We continue this journey through the New Testament, specifically through the book of Romans, as you know. We've been doing awesome. We're now in the sixth chapter. It's going to get, it's getting real now. Remember the first few, three chapters? He's, Paul's really just trying to make the case that we all need Jesus. We all need Salvation, and he talks about how we are saved, a righteous from God that has been revealed. And now, now we're in like chapters five, now we're in verse six, chapter six, he really starts talking about just the practical, more the practical implication of that, the practical implication. And as we said, like every chapter, it reads like one continual sermon. So you literally could just go from one chapter to the next in one continual flow because it all kind of picks up on um, what precedes it. Kind of builds um, upon each other. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Trevor. Welcome, Julie. Lois, John, good morning. Welcome, everybody. Um, <clears throat> so, likewise, building up the, with the idea of building upon each other, um, each chapter upon the next, each line of thinking upon the next. Um, chapter six really builds up, builds on a um, something he said right at the end of chapter five, which is, but where sin, sin increased, grace increased all the more, which is in verse 20. Where sin increased, grace increased all the more. His point in that was that, you know, grace is stronger than sin. God is stronger than sin. There's, there's, uh, there's no sin that grace cannot cover, cannot um, conquer. And so picking up on that, though, he, he picks up on, um, he asks a question, a rhetorical question, or a question that one might um that might arise from that kind of statement. But if sin is greater than, or grace is greater than sin, well then, let's do, let's read it. Come on, Carol. What shall we say then? Chapter 6, verse 1. Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? Like if, if grace is just going to keep conquering sin and grace is stronger than sin, so why don't we just keep sinning? <laughs> Just sin, 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 sin. <laughs> let's just let's just put this to the test. <laughs> if grace is stronger and grace can conquer it, let's just go for it. Paul says, what should we say then? Shall we say that craziness? By no means. By no means. No way. Certainly not. Heck no. That's what Paul's saying. No, certainly not. Heck no. No. Why? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Bob and Linda. Good morning, Trevor. Why? Why should we not? Verse 2. By no means we are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Sin is not... We have died to sin. We have been raised to life. Verse 3. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? 
We are therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Paul's like, what's he doing? He's using the illustration of baptism. He's the visual of baptism. We've been, we've been, we have died with Christ, both spiritually. We've put to, to death the flesh. We've put our old person to death and put our faith in Jesus. And just like baptism, the old is gone. Everything becomes new as we are baptized, going to the water, you know, the symbolic of that newness of life. Paul's drawing on that analogy here, right? We've been buried. Obviously, we haven't physically been buried with Christ right now. He's talking about metaphorically, spiritually. We've, we've died to sin. The old person has died. The flesh. We've been buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Verse 5. For if we had been united with him in a, in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. So this new life. Freedom. Again, he's answering the question. Should we keep on sinning? No. Why? Because that you died. The person that was in you that loved sin more than God is dead. Ooh, what? Look, if you need a litmus test for your salvation, I'm just throwing this out there, guys. I know it's Tuesday and early and everything, but I'm just going to just throw it out there for you. And if you like... Wondering, here's a, here's a little litmus test. If there's a certain sin that you love more than God, that old man may not be dead. That's what Paul's saying. Paul's saying, look, if you've truly received Christ, if you've really, really accepted him, then the old person is dead. And the old person that loved sin more than God, that person, he ain't alive no more. He dead. He gone. <laughs> the person that's alive now in you, through you, the new person enlivened by the Holy Spirit, loves God more than anything. Yeah. All right. Where, where are we? What verse are we on, man? What, 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 sh- I don't even know what verse we're on anymore. Um, verse five, <clears throat> for if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be reunited and united with him in a resurrection like his, for we know that our old self, your, your old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with that old man that would love sin more than God. He gone. He being crucified with Christ. That we should no longer be slaves to sin. No longer slaves. So that I just, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. So someone says, I, I sin, I sin just still controls me. Sin just still that ain't true. That's not true. Sin does not control you, not if you're a child of God. No, it doesn't. Are you tempted by it? Do you maybe stumble some? Maybe. But are you controlled by sin? No. 
Not if you've been crucified with Christ. You have a new master. And it's not sin. The old man that was a slave to sin is dead. I love that verse. No longer slaves to sin. You know, they should make a song called No Longer Slaves. <laughs> maybe, 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 just maybe that's why I was listening to Bethel Worship this morning. Maybe. Right? I'm just saying, maybe. <clears throat> maybe at the end of this, we'll be putting it on here again in a second. I love that song. I love that truth. Verse 8. Now. Now. Right now, right this moment, since then, we've died with Christ. We believe that we will also live with him. Amen. Not only now, but for eternity. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Nope. Death no longer has mastery over him. He was resurrected. He raised from the dead. He, death ain't, ain't, ain't going to come back and get Jesus. Jesus ain't up in heaven saying, where death at? Death, where death, death coming? Death coming? No. He ain't worried about death. He put to death, death. Jesus is not worried about death. He already conquered it. The death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. Now, 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 now. This is not saying that Jesus had sin. He died for the sins of the world. He put to he he put to death death. He defeated sin on our behalf. It does not mean that Jesus died to sin. He didn't he didn't have to he didn't have to die to sin like we must die to sin. Jesus died for sin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. You jumped into a good one. He jumped into a good one today. Romans chapter 6, bringing the heat, asking the question, since grace is stronger than sin, should we just keep on sinning? And Paul says, nope, you're dead. That old man that loves sin more than God, he gone. He dead. That's what we're talking about. Verse 11. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Dead to every worldly pleasure, dead indeed. I, all these old songs come kicking, kicking sometimes, man. Like, let me see Jesus only, right there, right, just right there. Let me see Jesus only. Some of you have to Google that one because you ain't never heard of that. You're like, mm. no longer slaves I heard of, but let me see Jesus only. I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> you need to, you need to hear it. It's good. It's got an old tune, but it's good. The words are good. Anyway, uh, I digress. I digress. Uh, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Kick that sucker out. Don't let sin reign. Kick that sucker out. No, sin is not going to run in my body. Christ reigns in me. And he's going to make it real practical right now. Real practical. Do not offer any part of yourselves to sin as an instrument of wickedness. Let's make it real. What does that mean? What does that mean to, like, don't let uh, sin abound? Well, don't. then if there's parts of your body that's causing you to sin, stop it. 
do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. Mm. Yeah. What are you saying? You say, man, put the right clothes on. Put the right dang clothes on. You different person. I'm not talking about literally clothes. I don't care about what you clothes. I'm just, maybe it does. Maybe though. Maybe though. Um, that's not my point. My point is spiritually, the right attitude, the right mind, the right heart, the right, what, you, what you're looking for, what you're looking at, what you're listening to. Put the things on that are that are congruent with who you are now in Christ. Come on, somebody. Come on, come on, somebody. Because mm-hmm. true. That's good coffee right there. I'm just saying. It's a good cup of coffee right there. Verse 14. For sin shall no longer be your master. Because you are not under the law, you are under grace. See, Paul just flipped that whole argument. He's like, they start off with it. Since there's so much grace, should we just keep on sinning? He's like, no. You should do a whole lot less sinning because you are not under the law, but you're under grace. Because you're under grace, you should be doing less sinning. See, being saved doesn't mean you're sinless, but you ought to be sinning less. (laughs) Huh? Right? You're saved. You know, Jesus, you you may not, you probably aren't sinless, but you ought to be sinning less. Hmm. That's true, man. That's true. Verse 25 or 15, verse 15. What then? What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? He's saying it again. By no means. Heck no. Certainly not. No way. No way, Jose. Nine. Nada. No. Whatever language it is. No. Don't. By no means. Verse 16. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness? He's saying you're going to be a, you're going to be a slave to somebody. You're going to be a slave to you sin, or you're going to be a slave to God. One leads to death. One leads to righteousness. You choose. <laughs> you choose. That's what he said. It's like basically, like, look, this is what Paul's saying. He's saying you get to pick your master here. You can pick this. If your master is sin, it's going that's that's this is where that leads, death. Or you can choose Christ, and it leads to righteousness and life. Verse 19. I am using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations, just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever increasing wickedness. 
So now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. What benefit? Uh, when you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. When you were slaves to sin, you just you, you didn't do the things that you knew you should do. The things that pleased God. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Man, ain't that the truth? Things before you need Jesus, shame, shameful. Things like, man, I'm so, I'm so embarrassed I acted that way. So ashamed I said those things, treated people that way. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness. And the result is eternal life. He's trying to say, look, here's what, here's, here's the benefit. Here's the benefit. Verse 23, 623. 623 changed my life, man. I ain't lying. Romans 623 changed my life. The time when I was struggling, like it was a new Christian, was ready to quit, ready to quit following Jesus and go back. And I landed, just pulled my car over, pulled out a little Gideon's Bible, a green Gideon's Bible they gave me as a student. And open, just open up that New Testament to whatever verse. I don't always recommend this, guys. Sometimes you know, gotta be careful when you just open up the Bible and point to a word, point to something, because you never know what you're gonna find. Because sometimes it ain't, you know, exactly what you meant. But this time it worked. It worked. It worked beautifully. It was exactly what I needed to hear. And it was this. It was Romans six twenty three. I was like, I don't know, man. Should I turn back? Should I, I'm tired of this. It's hard. Is it worth it? Romans six twenty three answers that question. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You're wondering today, man, you may be fatigued as a Christian. You're wondering, man, is it worth it? Is it worth it to live this life for God? Or should I just turn back? Or maybe somebody you know, maybe somebody's wondering, man, should I just continue to live in sin? Here, look, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And that's good news right there. That is good news. And that wraps up Romans chapter 6. Tomorrow, Romans chapter 7, which is another fire, fire chapter. It's awesome. Thanks for being on today. Thanks for being part of this. It's awesome. Thank you, guys. You know what we do? We read and we pray. Change the world. We got to pray now. Got to pray. Thanks, Angie, Debbie, Trevor, Tanya, Raquel. Welcome, everybody. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the freedom that you give us in Christ through the Holy Spirit that empowers us. Thank you, Lord, for um, raising us to life, putting the old man to death, the one that loved sin and destruction that would have led us to death has been put to death. We thank you for that. And you've given us new life, that we are not the same person. The old person is dead. We have been raised to new life. And our new master is you, is righteousness. And so, Lord, we pray that today we would live up to what we've been called and what we've been made and what we've been recreated into. Lord, help us to put on the right kind of clothes, the right kind of mind, the right kind of attitude, the right kind of perspective as we go into this day. 
Help us to be help us to be salt and light and to be ambassadors of righteousness and goodness and truth and love, goodness, kindness, self-control, all of those things. Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever they're facing, maybe they need peace, maybe they need encouragement, whatever specific need they have from you, God, we agree together on their behalf that you might meet that need and touch their lives in an undeniable, inexplicable way that leads to no one receiving glory but you. Lord, we love you. We thank you. Thank you for my friends. Thank you for the opportunity that we have today together to read and to uh, embody this word and to go make a difference in the world today. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for being on today. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you, guys, for sharing the Facebook feed or whether you listen to it on the podcast. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for subscribing to it and rating it. That's awesome. Really appreciate it. You guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.